Hey everybody and welcome back to the Companion Podcast. I'm here with Pastor Karsten and I'm Casey or the producer. Um, man, Frontier Days just got over and uh, Galen just ended us with some Cowboys uh, words. What did you yeah, think about no, that? No, I'm so thankful that Frontier Days is over. We went to the carnival twice. <clears throat> we went to one rodeo and it was <clears throat> it was awesome. It was fun. But there's just the crowd and all of the stuff that comes with Frontier Days. My wife was like, I'm so glad to have my city back. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, there was tons of, you know, cowboys and cowboy hats and everybody was dressed up, dressed and the part. Californians and cowboy hats and, and you know, all Louisianans and cowboy hats. We saw, we saw some uh, outfit combinations that I would not recommend <laughs> to <laughs> others, you know. I introduced Caleb to the, the uh, concept of people watching. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, Frontier Days is a good <laughs> time to do some intentional people watching because oh, you gosh. have all sorts of characters so, out there. So I only went close to the park once, and that was to drop my wife off for a show. Right. Other than that, like, I realized the Thursday before it all went down, like the traffic started up, I'm like, oh, that's this weekend it starts. So I went directly to the grocery store, got a week's worth of groceries yeah, so that I wouldn't have to, so we wouldn't have to go out to eat if we didn't want to. Whoa, buddy. And whoa. Then, whoa. Whoa. Now, yeah, that yeah, was coming in hot. Coming in, whoa. That was what Galen talked about, right? Yeah. That was what he said. It was like universal. doesn't matter if it's down south, up here in the west or wherever like cowboys use whoa yeah. you were saying before the show that you, you, someone like came into a conversation too quick or something yeah. they're like whoa, it's not even cowboy. he was talking about things that like are different things with ranchers or whatever things that were cowboy words things that are really cowboy words if you don't know what we're talking about it's a sermon cast it's it is up so go and check that out it might uh, put all this into context but <laughs> um like even non-cowboys use whoa like it's a horse sure. horses people Across cultures, across jobs and society, social types, all understand what "whoa" means. Do you know where that word came from? No idea. I thought it was like an onomatopoeia. Because whoa, yeah, I uh, I don't know. know. I was hoping that you were gonna know. Oh no, maybe maybe maybe, maybe someone out there who's <laughs> listening knows where "whoa" came from. But he was saying that uh, just like a horse needs to "whoa" to be under control to yeah. be a good horse, he was saying that even for people, if yeah. we don't have a "whoa," if we're not listening to other people, mm -hmm. then we're not being good humans. And then he was saying that God all the time is going to give us different types of "woes." He'd pull mm -hmm. the reins on mm -hmm. our life and he wants us to slow down, do less, be less exhausted, be less hurried, mm -hmm. be less rushed. He's trying to "woe." And essentially he was saying that both he, you know, Galen struggles with it. Yeah. I know that both of us do as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. So probably a lot of people, maybe we have some introverts out there that are good at going at a slower pace. Maybe. But I think that was his challenge is like God's got stuff for us in slowness yeah. or in silence or, or not as much crazy. Yeah. If you're not good at listening for the woe, then your life may be full of woe. Sure. I mean, he <laughs> he even said, he was like, I'm not saying this is 100%, but maybe you got, you know, maybe you broke a bone or you landed yeah. in the hospital or your truck broke down. Mm -hmm. And and that there's divine providence in that because it's a woe yeah. and it slows you down. Most of us will just get angry and upset <laughs> and think like, that should never happen to me. Why is this happening? And we just, we just fly off worse. the handle. I'm so dumb for letting this happen or not planning ahead more and stuff like that. And I don't think that the, the other thing is to make sure is not to think that like, oh, God broke my leg. So I was like, oh, no, God, you were probably going too fast. You broke your leg and your God was taking that moment to be like, maybe we should slow down for a minute. Yeah. And being able to recognize those moments where um, perhaps the God or the Holy Spirit or, or just something in our lives or maybe just a wise person. Mm -hmm. I have people here who, when I first started out, were like, Casey, you know, we don't need a video for everything. We love having you here, but you don't need a video for everything. And I'm like... 
but I want to prove that I'm like useful here. Like I had, I yeah. wanted to prove that I was worth, you know, t- having a staff position just for a video person. So I was just like driving myself ragged. And then, um, so I had just, just human beings it didn't even have to have God do it. Sometimes you just have good people in your life. If you fill your life with good people, that might be say, Whoa. just a nugget of truth out there for whoever's li- uh, listening to this episode. What are you trying to prove yeah. and to who mm-hmm. maybe you're so busy or so exhausted or you work too many hours because you're trying to prove what that you're worth Worthwhile. something or you have to make enough money to feel that you're worth something. Or maybe that gives you peace. Yeah. You make enough money. Now I have peace, but it's like, what are you trying to prove and to whom? Mm-hmm. Because I, I doubt it's God. God sees us and he, he requires so little on that realm of like our job and the prestige and the money. He mm-hmm. just wants our time and he wants faithfulness and love. And, and that doesn't, you don't have to go fast to do those things. No. And you actually used the word, which is the word of the day, which was peace. And the idea that you think that money or something else could give you the kind of peace. That's like the capital P mm-hmm. fruit of the spirit peace, like is, is incorrect. I mean, that's one of the things in the the John passage he read is Jesus said, I'm leaving you my peace, which is not the peace that the world offers you because that's not the same thing. The peace that comes from the idea of being, and Galen mentioned being like rich or influential or, or whatever, maybe you get a million likes on Facebook. Money, power, prestige. Yeah. Does that make me feel peace? I think the big one that I think a lot of people be prepared because this, when I thought of this word, I was convicted is, is security. Yeah. Is I mean, people will I mean, even I think Benjamin Franklin said that the the number one uh, easiest way to get people to give up their freedoms is to offer them what they consider security. Okay. And that's this that's what we're talking about here is giving up freedoms to chase this thing that we think of as security as having enough money, having enough whatever. And we think that will give us peace, but it's not the same thing at all. Um, in uh, Philippians. Um, which is another one we went into Paul in that letter. Paul is talking about um, the kind of peace uh, when he, when he mentions that the peace that surpasses all understanding, but what he's talking about in the rest of the letter is he's talking about this ability to, he's in prison when he's writing that. Like, but he is telling, but this Philippians is full of joy and it's thank you guys for all your support, man. God is so good. And he's in jail. He's in jail. He's got this peace and this contentment in prison this place where you probably shouldn't feel peace mm. and because he doesn't have peace that's given by anything in the world. Yeah. So how are you guys doing right now? Oh um, yeah. How, how is your peace? Is it high? Is it low? Is that peace based on faith and trust mm-hmm. in your God, your sovereign God? Um, <laughs> this is just a, a funny side note okay. because my brain's so random, but yep. you know, we believe that God made our entire earth, and all the complexities yep. of our earth and <clears throat> like what the earth is spinning at like a thousand miles an hour around the sun, this like nuclear ball of gas. And there's like, I don't know how many meteorites and things, meteors that like go get burned up in our atmosphere, but we're protected. Like the, yeah. what I'm trying to say is like the enormity <clears throat> of our earth and how it works, let alone our our um, nervous system, our, yeah, our <laughs> galaxy, and all, there's just so much stuff that we're just like, oh, well, that's just on 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 cruise, yeah. And you're like, no, like God made all that yeah. and keeps it all together. There's a lot of things that could mess us up, and yeah. like every day, God manages all that, but He can't manage your life. Nope. Oh, no, yeah, he, he, he oh, he's not. Your, he's not big enough. You know, there's yeah, not enough yeah. money out there. It's like we get so twisted up on stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, 
you believe God's big enough to do all that other, th- all those other things you take yeah. God for granted, but he can't manage your finances or yeah. whatever your problem is. Or, or, or it's like, but I need to take care of this. I need to be in charge of, of whether I feel okay or not. Like I need to be in charge of, um, proving my value mm-hmm. and, and all those things like you talked about that lead towards that, uh, the piece that we think that we're chasing, but we're trying to use all these things that are, that are just of, of the world and don't, don't actually have that to offer. Yeah. Um, because if you think uh, money and fame and for or power and prestige is that it's like point to me once, well, maybe not just one, but like take a look at a celebrity marriage. Tell me how much peace is in that relationship where there are millions of dollars, plenty of prestige, plenty mm-hmm. of fame, plenty of fortune, all those things. How how easy is that life? Or is it yeah. just as, if not more difficult than the average life, unless, unless there's God in that relationship, unless there's God in that situation, unless, unless the peace of Jesus Christ Amen. is a thing that's in there. And, and even for us, like we had a great time talking today. I'm sure our listeners, like think about your own life. Many of us, we have chased those things, yep. you know, much smaller level than thing. I Johnny Depp came to mind in yeah. his marriage with Amber Heard. And that <laughs> oh, was just gosh. such a debacle. But so not on that scale, no, but, no, we, no. but like we've chased those things mm-hmm. and they have mm-hmm. not satisfied. Yeah. And for us that have a true relationship with Jesus Christ, we know that that is where we're satisfied. Yeah. Um, but we need reminders yeah. of what to focus on and to remember. So, um, for me, uh, I felt challenged this week to memorize Isaiah 26.3. Isaiah 26.3 says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And so for me, yeah. that's what I need. I don't know, Casey, for you, for those that are listening to the Companion Podcast. Um, but gosh, I need that. And I'm just going to I'm gonna focus on memorizing that. And I, I feel like not only because it's a good thing and there's truth in it, but it reminds me, it's like a little bit of a barometer. So if our mind is stayed on God, mm-hmm. he keeps us in perfect peace. So if I don't feel like I have perfect peace, then what mm-hmm. am I trusting that's not God? Or what am I failing to trust God with that's resulting in me not having the peace? What it's a, kind of like a what, check engine light. What is my mind stayed on? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, because if it's not God... Yeah then it's not likely that you have the same kind of peace that it would otherwise. Sure. Did someone get a promotion that I thought I deserved? Mm-hmm. Or if, you know, when I was younger, like playing sports, like why is this person playing and I'm not playing? I deserve this. That's a big one. Probably you yeah. want to, you want to ruin your peace? <laughs> uh, tell God what you deserve or, oh. or figure out something that you deserve <laughs> that you're not getting. You will not have any peace. Well, yeah. That's tough. Oh yeah. The, just, just the one word comparison. <laughs> compare you to literally anyone else and you will you will destroy your peace i've heard the phrase comparison is the thief of joy yes. and that's one of the things i have found that to be true and that's and that's the thing is is and it's easy to say this but i know i am guilty of not doing this mm. um we have a, a beloved member of our staff who's been here longer than pastor galen who announced that she had got she's this amazing amazing opportunity to help underprivileged uh, children and at-risk youth in uh, to using her degree and doing an amazing thing but you i've not ever known this church this ministry without her mm-hmm. and i know i found myself wondering all week like well how is that gonna work like well, who's gonna do that and i you sure. know and i didn't have a you know the moment where or I didn't at first. Eventually, I think I, I had the moment where I'm like, well, God's probably got this. Like, it, but that's it came such eventually. Good, that's but such I a spent, good point because uh, one of Galen's challenges for us was realize when God is asking you to reflect. Yeah. And so you're reflecting 
on like my piece is very much based on her because she's got this. She's yeah. got the time. She's got yeah. the experience. She's so gifted. And now that's going to be not there. Yeah. And so you were reflecting, yeah. right? You were, yeah, re were reflecting, but I was reflecting on like, how am I going to do this? How is okay. Karsten and Evan and, and other people in the staff going to, going to, going to fill those like, like amply and very like aptly and professionally filled shoes um, and I never, but it, it took me, you know, a long time of thinking about it to where I was finally, you know, got to the point where I'm like, well, what is God probably going to do about that? Right. I think God's probably got it. So yeah. I think we'll figure it out. And then again, then I had some peace about it. And that's, oh, I love that about what Galen said this week is he said one of the biggest things that you will hear a lot of Christians say, I've heard people say it is when they have a big move, you, um, I think you were going to talk about like when we have these big challenges and we're not sure what's coming up next and we find ourselves at these big forks in the road is when that, when that decision finally comes to you and you hear someone say, I've got a lot of peace about this decision. Right. Like when you suddenly, like it just like you take a, a exhale when you realize that something's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And you're like, that's how I know it's a good decision. That's how I know I'm making this decision. Um, while thinking about God, that's how I know, like in the, um, Philippians passage that, you know, I've, I've prayed, I've lifted it up to God and I've, and I've been thankful to him and I know what I'm grateful for. And after doing that, I realize this is going to be fine. Like this is going to be the right thing to do. Yeah. Like that peace is what you have. Yeah. We've made some major <clears throat> moves in our life. So I wanted to kind of land our, our finish our time with this is, is like, so how do you have that peace quotient? Galen talked about, um, talked about like he'd bump into it and then he knew when he wasn't not. And I, again, I think that Isaiah verse is so key whose mind is stayed on you. So it's just, a, it is like a, it's a consistent choice of will I think about, and will I trust in God? But we've made some big moves. We moved from Wyoming to Colorado. Another big, bigger one than even that was Colorado back to California where I <clears throat> just feel like a lot like reading the um, epistles of Paul and planting churches. We got to start FCA in, in some places that had never been before or be able to rebuild something that had died off and bring it back. But it was hard. And there was a lot of stuff that was like, man, the move, the money, <clears throat> the change, there was not hardly any resources. Yeah. We, were we were coming from a really stable place, going into a place where it was like tons of risk. And so how do you have peace? Here's some practical stuff. You got to get into a moment. You got you to get into your prayer space. Everyone has a different, what it looks like is different, but you got to pray a ton. Mm -hmm. I would say journaling is a big one. <clears throat> we are so connected to selfishness. Yeah. If you want peace, you have to drive out selfishness. And so that's hard. So that looks like you and God, but it also looks like trusted Christian friends. Maybe mm -hmm. you have a mentor or maybe it's a pastor that you could ask, but you got to get into a space where you can say, here's what I'm looking at doing. Here's my options. Here's why I want to do it. And be with someone that's willing to say, I don't know that that's as much about God as much as it's about your career. Yeah. Um, you know, it just to have someone that can give you that challenge because to be at a place where you're like, this is from God and I have peace. <clears throat> I think you have to move through things with God. If you have a spouse, it's it's being at peace also with them and the process mm -hmm. and, and you and God and your spouse, the three of you. But then having trusted people, like people in our life that we shared with, you're also searching the scripture. If there's any scripture that's directly against what you want to do, then it's not God's will. End yeah. of story. There's no discussion. There's no gray area. If it's against the word of God, then it's not God's will. Yeah, that's easy. That's easier. That's easier. And then my, my takeaway, Carson, is I was looking at something that I, we didn't see this weekend, is Matthew six twenty seven, where he said, Jesus said to the people about worrying, he said, who by worrying ever added one hour into their life? 
You may not be able to add it, but you can take it away. So oh, yeah. I think I think we want to have a long life of trusting God. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>